0: Please. please
1: This is our podcast about culture, Christianity, the goings-on of the world, politics. We talk a lot about politics. Um but today we are um, doing our one of our diversions a bit and it's
0: Christianity, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but you know, I don't know, 80% of our Uh, Podcasts are probably about Christianity as it relates to politics. Um, But today we are focusing on the holiday topic of the week. By the way, we'll be taking next week Thanksgiving off, as I hope you and your families will be as well. Um, But this week we are going to talk about how can we be thankful in a suffering world? Um, I think all of us have thought more about suffering in the past Hmm. year two than normal um, with the global pandemic and other such things uh, going on in the world, Um, different race riots and uh, deaths and police brutality and all these things. So um, it has been top of mind for people. So it's, um, I think, an apt topic. So what got us thinking about this is, um, we've talked about them on this podcast before, I think, Catherine and Jay Wolf, authors of Hope Heals, uh, she had a story somewhat similar to mine, a stroke soon after having a a baby, and they talk a lot about um, suffering and disability and having hope through in the midst of it. And they have a really great newsletter that everyone should sign up for called The Hope Note. And this one, hmm. this week's really got me thinking. So I'm going to kick us off just by reading it out. Nice. All right. So I think it's Catherine Wolf writing. She says Gratitude is a tricky concept for me. I'm bowled over with gratitude daily as I consider the abundant gifts that surround me my healthy sons, my supportive husband, a job I love, a warm home but sometimes counting my blessings can feel like the same thing as exposing another person's lack of blessings. After spending a large portion of my adult life in the, dis- in the disabled community, my worldview has broken wide open to the realities of other types of marginalized groups. What does gratitude look like for them? Can I be thankful for my husband when 90% of couples divorce after a brain injury? can I be thankful for my children when so many mothers have buried their sons after senseless acts of violence? Can I be thankful for my home when millions of people have been displaced by war or famine? Recognizing the goodness in my life, even as a person living with considerable disabilities and trauma, can feel embarrassing, tone deaf, or even shameful in comparison to the immense suffering of so many. She writes a little bit more and then, Kind of ties it up and concludes it with this, which I thought was really great. May we reorient our practice of gratitude as a catalytic beginning rather than a myopic ending that compels us to join God in the hard work of restoring peace, abundance, and hope to a weary world. Well we <laughs> what say you, Taylor? <laughs> <laughs>
0: now we have a response from a very average man (laughs) what do you say sir man what was is gratitude as a uh, begin catalyst for what
1: as a catalytic beginning rather than a myopic ending
0: catalytic beginning myopic ending it's true because yeah, giving thanks can be uh some things are we're done you say thank you for the meal once just you finish. Tie the this meal. up with a bow. Yeah. I mean it's it's very realistic. It strikes me as realistic. Suffering is uh constant. I treat it like this weird thing, I think, in culture, even in the church, when probably most of our stories have aspects of suffering. It's easy to forget, or sometimes things are traumatic, we just don't want to talk about them. I think even to reckon with The amount of suffering that happens in the world can be, I mean, it's how you get, become an existentialist or a nihilist even. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. It can be, it's incredibly sad. Mm. So it's just, it's, I guess, go through life to cope by maybe not paying as close attention or not, you know, meditating on the Mm. the broken families, lives, injuries, uh, death surrounding us. So she doesn't ignore all that; mm-hmm. she acknowledges it, and then reminds me of yeah, the scriptural command mm-hmm. to be thankful
1: in everything. Give thanks.
0: Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think there. Is, it's a tough. <laughs> it's a tough thing. Yeah, I think she it, articulates it really well.
1: Yeah, it was really it, it really struck me because. You know, when I, I like her, I feel like um, our own personal, my, my story of, you know, um, almost dying and mm-hmm. disability has um, just opened my eyes to other people's stories and given me tons more empathy than I had before. And so now it kind of feels like the things I used to kind of. I don't know, glibly say, and you know, oh, or just be thankful. And that's kind of like a band-aid on things. Or there's kind of this, um, we're just going to grin and bear at thankfulness. And that's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, rings kind of hollow. And I think of, you know, friends who are family members who've lost babies yeah. or, you know, things that just seem so, um, just unexplainable suffering. Right. Um, and, you know, the war... Uh, what's happening in Afghanistan right now is still really sitting with me. All the stories coming out yeah. with the Taliban. they just uh, When these stories confront you, it just feels like, ah, oh, maybe a little guilt alongside my thankfulness for all that I have.
0: Um, Does... I, need to inter- I don't mean to interrupt.
1: It, it, just that empathy can lead you to that sometimes. And I think that... Uh-huh. She hits it on the head of not just, you know, be like, well, I'm just going to put myself in my little thankful bubble and that's the end. But right. thankfulness leads you as a catalyst to action.
0: Yeah. I wonder, is, she, is that feeling of guilt, like, is there a misconception of thankfulness perhaps? Hmm. That we all kind of go through life like, okay, being thankful is... Um, yeah, like thank you for this meal. Oh, Thanks for opening the door for me. Thank you for uh, the things you do for our family. Um, I, I'm, I don't. I don't even. I, I don't it
1: feels kind of self focused, maybe.
0: I think so. Self focused, and maybe there's something else though. I don't. I don't really know what it is. Just kind of thinking out loud here, but a maybe we. we we think there's this ignorance of the suffering in it, we don't know if that's ever supposed to be the case, right, like she's identifying something that we just don't wrestle with uh as maybe causing that feeling of
1: guilt.-hmm
0: it's you can I get, you get what I'm saying
1: yeah, a little bit
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> only a little bit,
1: but yeah, and you know, I think also. That so what what's the flip side of or what's the negative um, in an alternate scary upside down mm. world when mm-hmm. there's no thankfulness? Ooh. What does that look like? It's pretty bleak, right? Like you said, kind of nihilism, numbness. Um, well,
0: because thankfulness, I guess, yeah, that's a great point. It's acknowledging the others around you empathizing right recognize their recognizing their humanity mm-hmm. their the value of their perspective their creation the energy that they've given for whatever thing or service and not too different than maybe being in suffering
1: mm-hmm.
0: right like suffering well like i think in a like, best case, like our experience. I think our experience with suffering, we had a community around us, right? Mm-hmm. And in my experience, even like helping people, I didn't know I, I kind of had to get in the space, I guess, when in our story of like, you know, I tell all the time, like, we probably had to pay for maybe like two or three meals <laughs> with Uber gift cards. Like, Uber, we had a to pay year. Uber, yeah, like two or three meals out of our own pocket because as people gave so many gift cards. We had almost a thousand dollars to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and, I've seen sometimes in, you know, people, I think it really enjoyed that giving. Mm-hmm. It's like our gratitude was almost, cause I've been in that yeah. same spot of just like the joy of, you know, helping someone out. Like someone says, Oh, we need a meal tonight or whatever. Or we need, Hey, can you pick up a thing mm-hmm. and how exciting and fun that can be. And then, you, know, you, you go, I go over and they say, Oh, thank you so much. And i like, Oh, it's really nothing. Like it was, it was a privilege or whatever. And I, I genuinely like felt that I think other people do too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like thanks thankfulness in like a non suffering context uh receiving that thankfulness has like um maybe more of an impact almost It was like hmm. helping someone when they're suffering uh there's there's a joy in that mm-hmm. to a degree. I think you know if it's like relentless help over a period of you know years, it can be really tiring,
1: right. It's more sacrificial.
0: Um, uh, I talked a lot there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, what about what about if you are in a situation where it's hard to give things? I mean, I, I think there were yeah. many days in the hospital where, you know, I think maybe well-meaning people are like, "Well, Rachel, be thankful that at least you have Taylor, or at least you." um came through the surgery or at least you have you know you're you're able to breathe or you know things like that um and i think that sometimes when you're in the thick of it um it's really hard to do in the moment and thankfulness is definitely more of a um a persevering through you know the shattering of of you know, what you expected of the world, what you expected yeah. your life to look like. Um, and yeah. so you have to kind of trudge through. And right. I do think, you know, there's, you don't want to deny your sadness of what you're going no, through no. at all. But I do think that trudging through and thinking about thankfulness has saved me in some dark times when I really didn't want to be thankful. Um, so mm. I think that practice, I think it. It can be a practice too. And yeah, yeah, that's true. That's there's true. nothing wrong with that when you have to yeah, maybe force it rather than it just like overflowing out of the abundance of the goodness of that moment.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about what you were saying. You know, people would say, like, oh, it, be thankful because at least you have whatever. I think there's maybe two meanings to that that can sometimes come through. You know, one of, oh, ignore whatever you're going through. Like, it's not so mm. bad. At least you have blah, blah, blah. Um, and I guess there's another maybe, I think, more accurate way to take it, which is kind of what you were saying. But I think it can come across as like the former version. Yeah.
1: You kind of have to do it yourself. Being told that when you're in the midst of something <laughs> hard um, isn't always the most helpful.
0: Well, and I... Yeah, and I don't know if it's like the right way to approach it. It's like the Catherine Wolf's example of... Like, okay, yes, like, be thankful you can breathe and you have family, but also you lost the use of your legs, and that's really sad. Mm -hmm. Um, You are suffering pain, and that's really sad. Like, you've lost a loved one. That's really sad. Mm -hmm. Be thankful that you have a bed to sleep in tonight. And it's not to, like, because maybe that's what I was getting at earlier, this, this, we, thankfulness is... Conceived as like you have to obliterate the suffering and <laughs> maybe acknowledging yes. it or like the feelings, like the the, the suckiness of it. And yes. I don't think that's the reality. At yes. least like what like the Bible is talking
1: about. Exactly, exactly. Um, right, and it's kind of gets to what we've learned throughout all this is that um, it's things. Aren't often all wonderful and full of hope and good, or all terrible and bad. There's yeah. you're li- living with both at the same time most of the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, and maybe like the inability, or I don't know. I want to say inability, but just the that maybe that's what Catherine's wrestling with. Like this, the popular notion of Thanksgiving. Oh, we're gonna have this meal and like don't talk about everything going on in the world or yeah. whatever's going on in your life and. Maybe like we we should. Mm. <laughs> like that's why we're giving thanks. You know, you think yeah. about the holiday tradition itself. It's a group of people giving thanks to God for nearly dying.
1: For surviving. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and I think at least when I'm most grateful, it's coming from a realization that I lacked at some point. Mm-hmm. There was maybe some suffering. Yeah. You know, thankful for just like all that we can buy and we can host our family and whatever this upcoming holiday. Mm-hmm. When, you know. 10 years ago i couldn't afford that
1: (laughs) nobody wanted to do thanksgiving in your basement taylor
0: (laughs) people didn't even want to come over for halloween really
1: i mean you're lucky i dated you
0: (laughs) it was yeah it was a basement with like a third of it was storage area for the landlady uh, no kitchen,
1: an open sump pump in the floor.
0: Yep. Yeah, it would flood sometimes. <laughs> I was sleeping on a mattress that was like it was a furnished apartment. And the couch was probably from <laughs> 1993. It's, I think the mattress was too. <laughs> it was a time, but it was a great location <laughs> in a great neighborhood.
1: But we are so <laughs> thankful <laughs> for. I'm thankful,
0: I'm out. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I. I yeah. I, th- I think I had a friend tell me like within a matter of years, my life like exponentially improved. <laughs> After marrying you. Mm,
1: correlation. Mm, indeed. <laughs> well, those are amusings. I hope that this Thanksgiving you and your families and or friends mm-hmm. um give thanks, but also use it as a catalyst to um be out there serving, bring the kingdom of God to a suffering world.
0: Well said. What my are your stinkers,
1: stinkers and thinkers? My stinker Maybe it's just too raw, but, um, <laughs> so our toddler is really in the midst of toddlerhood and to get a break, we do after dinner TV time. That's right. We're not anti-screen time people.
0: Nope.
1: And unfortunately what he asks for every time is blippy. <laughs> and man, if I, his, just uh, his music, his soundtrack, my ears are just bleeding. <laughs>
0: See so you hear Blip. I haven't I don't know if I've hit my the the music that whatever that Oh, that music. That video we found was just like an hour straight of the worst songs. was terrible. Oh, well, yeah, there's...
1: the theme song haunts me in my dreams. The music
0: in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh. we wake, wake up hearing that. Yeah. Then the songs that are, I don't know I I kind of like, like the guy a little more.
1: I like the guy more, a lot more. I follow uh-huh. him on Instagram now. Right. He's engaged. They're having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's
0: starting a new show. <laughs> but anyway.
1: <laughs> We're invested.
0: That's a good stinker.
1: What's your stinker? Good,
0: pretty annoying. I've talked about, you know, Batman is great literature here. I still stand by that. <laughs> but I'm in the midst of like the third volume of the Nightfall collection. The first one's famous. It's where like Dark Knight rises, uh, you know, Bane breaking uh, Batman's back. That storyline comes from the first volume. So I was like, oh, I'm going to read all this. So I did that. And it's just been a, kind of a slog. Like I, I probably have... 80 pages left in the third Oof. volume and these are like 600 page. Oh my gosh. Things. Yeah. Good idea. I read them on the iPad. And I just you know, it feels like homework. <laughs> I I'm, I'm this close to finishing four volumes cuz I read even like the prelude. And it's
1: I'm going to j- give you a permission slip to quit.
0: I want to finish it though. I got to get my book count up.
1: <laughs> Does it count as a book?
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 absolutely
1: <laughs> hmm, questionable
0: so uh yeah it's kind of a stinker for me oh.
1: what's so, your thinker
0: my thinker mm-hmm. my thinker is small town news <laughs> <laughs> hbo documentary we just sort of wandered into it's i mean it's it maybe slowing down a tiny bit we're on like episode four ish or something but it's about in Pahrump.
1: In Pahrump. Nevada. Oh yeah,
0: about a privately owned TV news channel in Pahrump, Nevada, 60 <laughs> miles outside of Las Vegas, whichever way you go. And it reminds me of like The Office being real. Cause you know, Office was initially like heavy on like, oh, this is a documentary of like a workplace. But this is like this an is actual. Real. yeah We think. We think.
1: It almost seems too like crazy to be real. Watch the it, characters.
0: yeah. Watch it or research it and let us know.
1: <laughs> Do you think it's real or not?
0: <laughs> but maybe, it's just a lot of fun. It's 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 funny. We've we've laughed a lot.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Although actually, it has to be real because they had like a rally with Eric Trump in it oh, that the true. news station was that's covering. That's true. So yeah, that yeah, has yeah, to yeah. Be
0: real. Is Eric Trump real then?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but it, it, I mean, here here you talk. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Zany, it is,
1: yeah, it's great, it's great, also Pahrump. Like, Pahrump. how did they find that? Small
0: town news on HBO. <laughs>
1: uh, my thinker. So, I have always loved the James Bond series, loved every single one, even, every single one, even like the campy ones. I still like them. Um, wow. I mean, I didn't love Timothy Dalton, actually. I could lose those forever. But <laughs> I, I especially and you know what? I really loved all the Daniel Craig ones. I think they're great. And I really like this. I think I saw some critiques that it was like too drawn out and long and that he was looking really old. The new one? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. yeah. No, no time to die. Yep. That He was looking old and wrinkly or whatever. But uh, I thought it was great. I thought it lived up to the franchise. <laughs> It did have a shocking ending, which I won't spoiler alert here. Um, I was very surprised about, it. maybe somewhat disappointed, and I don't really understand where they're gonna go from here. But um, <laughs> yeah, really good.
0: It was fun. What did you think about the length, though? It's like two you know, hours forty minutes. When we
1: something? started, I was like, "Dang, that's long," but I was just in rapt attention the entire time. That's true. I... Really good, bad guy.
0: Yes. Yes uh, Remy L- uh, Malik? Yeah 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 Great great Yeah, yeah He was a great he was bad born guy Born for that Yeah, yeah. Um, And born to be Freddie Mercury
1: Yeah He's good
0: Yeah He is good
1: So yeah Go watch it Fun holiday flick
0: <laughs> Not a Christmas movie though
1: <laughs> No Not a Christmas movie <laughs> Oh Get ready everyone uh, After Thanksgiving <laughs> All the stinkers And things Well all the thinkers Are gonna be Christmas movies <laughs>
0: All my stinkers will be Christmas (laughs) movies.
1: (laughs) Taylor won't let me watch any or listen to music.
0: And he've ignored all that. I blasted (laughs) through. Every time I come into the the TV area, you're watching some (laughs) Christmas thing. Trying to get Hudson to watch the Nutcracker. (laughs) That's right. Before Thanksgiving. The nerve. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Great topic, Rachel.
1: Thanks, guys. Have a good Thanksgiving.